podcast. It is episode 80. I'm Colin. This here's Stu. Hello again, folks. It's December now. You can put up your Christmas decorations and not be mocked for it. I completely had forgotten about all that. <laughs> yep. It's that time of year again. Damn. <laughs> when do you put up Christmas decorations? Oh, I'm not going to lie to you. mine's up. <laughs> was it before december no on the day oh that's something yep wait see i had to get mine up because I, I got a very special advent calendar which is filled with beer so you know every day i get a new brew dog beer which is pretty cool <clears throat> oh you can't beat the tree there ah, to drink exactly. it the <laughs> festive booze but no it's uh I, ours is up on all but do you, do you go all out no or do you just stick a tree up uh, I I just don't don't even do it at all. <laughs> you know what? It's funny. Ed, Ed, we're gonna get Ed, we're gonna get into this a little bit. Uh, forgive me, but I've noticed because my friend Hutchie, man who lives by himself, doesn't bother either. And I have to admit, when I was in the flat for a couple of years myself, didn't bother either. So it just seems to be when blokes are by themselves, they go, "Nah, I can be arsed." <laughs> uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, I'd be like, uh, "Who? What am I doing this for?" I I have. I, yeah. I, take, I would take no joy in putting up a Christmas tree, so I don't. <laughs> uh, so uh, you've had six beers in. Uh, any any good ones? Uh, well, a couple of ones that we already know, the likes of the Elvis juice and the pumpkinals in there. But there was the first two days uh, were two exclusive beers that were only in this advent calendar. One of them was a marsh, uh, not a marshmallow. What am I on about? A milkshake IPA. It was very nice. I forget its name, but the can was awesome. Like, it was a pretty cool can. And then another one was a Ven- Venice, no, Vienna-style lager. It was very nice. I can't... Cold Front. That's what it was called. Cold Front. But it's... Uh, I don't know what a Vienna-style lager is no. about. I don't know how they do their lager any different. But it was It was very, very smooth. It uh, wasn't, wasn't the strongest, though. I think it was only like... Um, I think it was only like 3.6 or something, whereas the milkshake one was like 7.2. Yeah, well, that's an IPA. They tend to be strong. True. I suppose that's true. Lagers do tend to be a bit weaker, don't they? Well, they're meant for, like, light drinking type of refreshing thing. Yeah, yeah. If you want a refreshing beer, you don't be drinking. True, true. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, that's what I've been up to so far in December is drinking Brewdog beer every day. My missus knows me pretty damn well. <laughs> uh, well, I've been playing a game that we've been, oh. I've been waiting on for a while. So Dark Tide finally came out. Ah. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing the verdict on this because it seems to be a bit mixed on the internet, but the internet's full of idiots. So yeah. I'd rather talk to someone who actually knows the game. What the fuck does the internet? Exactly. Uh, this has actually been out for a couple of weeks, I think, because they... Mm. They, if you pre-ordered it, um, you got to play in the beta, like, from, for the last two weeks, um, and uh-huh. you just got to do that even if you bought it after they started it, so it was like, well, that's kind of, you kind of just put the game out, because <laughs> if you yeah. bought it, you got to, um, I've been loving it, truly, uh, it's a big fan of, uh, Vermintide 2, played a lot of that, um, and this is very similar to Vermintide, uh, except mm. it's in the Warhammer 40k universe, futuristic space. in space, uh, and you're flying around in a big ass church that's a spaceship. 
Um, but yeah, the the there's similarities. It's very left for dead. Um, you're going down, making your way through a level. Hordes of enemies coming at you. Um, you're shooting them and you're hacking away at them, um, and it can get very very difficult. Uh, depending on the difficulty you're playing on, but the idea is you get better gear and you know ramp up that difficulty as you go. You get better rewards for higher difficulties. Again, uh, very similar to Vermintide. So yeah, they know their they know their um their system anyway. Now there are some differences. Um, so Vermintide was they gave you was it five characters? Yes. Yeah, five five characters. Um, each had their own sort of weapons uh, and whatnot, um, and there was variations on each characters. This time, you're creating your own character, um, and you're selecting a class. And there's a bunch of when you're creating a character, there's like a bunch of like, oh, where where were you born? How did you grow up? Um, and okay. that sort of stuff. Like, what planet are you from? Um, haven't seen any meaningful reason for that yet, uh, except for being from different planets will give you some different options in your character creation. Like, uh, there's a certain planet that's you have to be from that planet to get access to these different eye colors. But I haven't seen anything in playing the game that where that has had an impact. Um, so you you create your character, you pick your class. There's there's four classes. There is now I know nothing about warhammer 40k or otherwise uh, well next to nothing so i'm gonna get everything wrong here but the base of the classes are a shooty guy who mm-hmm. focuses <laughs> range combat um kind of like a bog standard soldier type thing there is a i forgot a zealot that's that's what you some a zealot something or other uh, that's the one I picked. That's more melee focused. Um, okay. The ability there, they're designed to move quickly, um, get a get stuck in the middle of everything just with with swords and axes and, and chop away at things. Uh, encouraged to never have full health because as your health goes down, you get damage boosts, uh, that sort of things. And then there's a psyker, I think you call it, and that's kind of like you remember Sienna from um, from Vermintide, the uh, fire the fire woman. Yeah, yeah. So this is kind of like that. Very similar abilities there. I think it's like they have psychic powers. I think they can make heads explode, but they can cause these blue flame explosions. Um, do like a blue flame thrower thing out their hands and whatnot. Question, uh, very quick question. Is uh, that who Eugene works? Yes. Uh, Eugene. <laughs> <laughs> but he has kind of been bouncing about with a few different ones. He's been trying out things. Um, and then the, the last uh, class is the Ogren, which is the big ogre guy um, who, again, is more tanky, uh, more melee-focused, can rush through and knock people all over the place um uh that, i say if if you could play this that's probably what you would pick yep <laughs> definitely like the complete opposite of the wee dwarf hey <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, just just stature wise but obviously yeah. the the gameplay sounds the same sort of you know melee based taking the fucking hits and stuff so uh so the difference in this is you know with the the characters in vermintide 2 um you can only have one of each 
Uh, right. And, and, right. and this, you can your team makeup can be whatever combination you. No, you can go you're in, your own person. That's yeah, the difference. You, I guess. you can go in with four psychers if you want. Basically, it, it doesn't limit you uh, from you know picking your main because you're creating mm. your character, so you have to worry about that. Um, but yeah, gameplay wise, it is very similar. I think there's a little bit more focus on range than there was. It's still very much you're gonna have to resort to getting a sword mm. out uh, because of the, the the hordes of enemies just coming at you. Um, but just it's got that that feeling that you want. Um, like everything feels heavy and weighty uh, when you when you're chopping guys it just it feels very satisfying the guns when you fire them feel very satisfying um like the big bolter uh which is like a rocket propelled bullets um and you're when you fire that it's just fucking big chunky you know it's it's fucking um and I love the the chain swords. They're, I was going to ask if they were there. <laughs> oh, I, I. Um, so the class that I'm playing gets a weapon only they can use uh, is the two handed chain sword, um, and the chain swords like all the weapons have a wee gimmick to them this time as well. So the chain sword like, um, if you're using your melee, uh, so and you're using a mouse like right mouse but. Mouse button is block uh, and left is, is attack. But then um, usually assigned to one of your other mouse buttons. Uh, mine, it's, it's one on my thumb at the side. Uh, all the weapon melee weapons do like a, a third thing. So the chain sword, uh, you push that and you start revving it up. And then if you do a charged attack on someone, you just do this. It's just you sawing through them. And it's fucking <laughs> awesome. Um, and it'll, like, with that big one, it, it basically... You know, that's your, oh, I'm going to take down these specials, um, yep. sort of go after the, the big armored guys. So so it is like that, like that's similar to Left 4 Dead as well. You have all your normal enemies and then you, you have your specials. Um, so you have like a flamethrower guy, uh, you have a, an annoying bastard that shoots a net. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and just, he doesn't actually do any damage to you. He'll just shoot a net and leave you there. And then just get idle. I'm guessing you can't get out of the net yourself. You it cannot. Has to be a no. Uh, no. Uh, all four of you get netted. Game over. Uh, if, or if, if he gets you while you're surrounded by a horde, you're kind of fucked. There's oh, a guy. There's a guy who throws grenades. Um, then there's a gunner. Uh, the, you know all sorts of specials there. Um, mm. Some of the, like the grenade guy and the uh, net guy, like. When you get in their face, it's pretty funny because they will just turn tail and run because they can't do anything else except throw grenades and, and fire nets. So if you get be a, like near them and they've already fired their net or you're too close for a guy to throw a grenade at you, they're just like, ah, I'm out of here. And then you have to... But that's good. Yeah, I have to... Because, you know, some AI games would just throw a grenade at their own feet and then blast themselves to hell. And you're like, well, that's not the most clever. Whereas this guy's like, nah, I, I got I to gotta get distance here. So mm. I'll wait for this horde to run in distract them and then i'll try and get out of the way and chuck my grenade <laughs> other differences obviously were uh, this is 40k every a uh, lot of people have guns your enemies have guns yeah you didn't get mm. shot at really in in vermintide uh so in this there's a whole there's a suppression system uh so when you're getting shot at your screen shakes and all makes it harder for you to do anything basically 
And but if you shoot back, you can suppress your enemy as well. And if you start shooting at them, especially if that you know you would get those groups, if you take them unawares and start shooting at them, they don't turn and run at you or shoot back. They immediately scatter for cover. They'll run for cover first um, and try and get out of the line of fire, mm. um, which which is different. Um, you sort of have to handle that stuff differently in, than anything you would in, in Vermintide 2. Um, then there's the the mission layout. So in Vermintide 2, it was very much, here's a progression of missions, and there's kind of being told what going for, and you progress through each, uh, unlocking ones as you go. And this, it's kind of like you go to this, so you're on that big ship, whatever, and, and you're going to mission terminal, and you're picking one um, from, like, the like a map of the city that you're trying to purge heretics from um and it's like they're they're all on cooldown and they'll refresh every so often and it'll randomize things like the difficulty of each one um which is there's there's five levels of difficulty it'll give you sometimes give you secondary objectives and there's a modifier which uh makes the level covered in fog so it's harder to see uh, and mm-hmm. you'll get modifiers like uh, this one's gonna have a, a shit ton of specials. Um, <laughs> sort of random, randoms it up uh, a bit. Um, then the way like you're leveling up your character as you level up, you'll unlock more weapon types. But then that doesn't give you that weapon. Um, you're also getting a currency, which you go spend in a weapon shop which is also on a cooldown and just gives you random sort of selection refresh every hour. So mm. so that's a bit different. It does away with the it randomized it in a way in Vermintide. It was you got the Aye. boxes. Depending on how you did on a level, uh, you would get a better the box. So that's that sort of stuff's all done away. Um but and then once you get a weapon, you can still upgrade its rarity um, to add more perks, um, blessings to it, uh, which just gives it additional effects. Um, one thing that is different, though, is there is no... Well, I, I know there was before, but there's, like, proper premium skin. There's a premium currency. Mm. Uh, and you can only buy the currency in increments that don't match are always slightly yep. more than what you actually need you know that old fucking chestnut <laughs> yeah that stuff's a bit of a shame i thought at first that it's like when i was getting uh, my like getting cosmetic gear it seemed to me like uh, there's only really one skin uh, or one costume from my guy and it's has various different colors but then uh, as i've been leveling up it's been adding uh, more costumes so there is stuff that you there, there's gear that you get cosmetic gear, um that is just part of the base game as well so that's not so bad um but yeah it's it's gonna have that you know uh here's here's a the premium shop and here's what's here this week and uh, you have to get it now or it goes away you know it's gonna uh, shit in it which i'm yeah not a fan of that stuff in any game and just because i like this game and shouldn't excuse it it still is like that fake FOMO stuff does not need to be in like this is for something you pay for though if you've paid for a game i don't understand in the premium currency to me premium currency belongs in free games Mm. you know you get the game for free and then you obviously try and entice people in by buying their currency for their skins 
if you've sold someone a game, everything should be unlockable in the game. Yeah. That's just my feelings on that, obviously. Why, why are you making me buy your game and then making me pay for more stuff that is not in the base game but is out on release? That's the shit that gets me. You have it ready to go on release. Why is it not in the game then? Looking at the uh, the cosmetics that are there, there's nothing that would even tempt me mm. at the minute. And there's only like two costumes per class, weapons, stuff. Um, yeah, it is a shame. And I get that hope this, this will be supported. They're going to continually add stuff to this. Um, and my guess is to counteract this, maps they add will be free um yeah that's just my guess uh we're in vermintide you you bought the maps uh and since they have money coming in this way maybe they could do that if they do that 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 would be good uh as to not well they didn't really split split the player base in vermintide too because as long as one person had bought the maps everyone yeah in in that party could the new map uh but yeah the <laughs> <laughs> there's not much you can say but it's in so many fucking mm. i wouldn't even mind if they just if they sold cosmetics mm, mm. i'd rather at, do that at a decent price but it's the the idea of you know a rotating store this will be here for now and then uh might go away is it, it's the fomo stuff that don't get and then like just charge the price for it don't have this current don't let you sell in increments where you actually can't just buy a thing. You're always going to have a bit left over, so you're paying more um, than you should if you mm. want. Like if I want one, you know, costume, I'm going to pay more than what you're charging for just because it's the only way I can get the currency. Uh, yeah, that that's. Really, um, there's still some stuff left to add, like the the. At the crafting or the the station where you upgrade your weapons, you can only do rarity upgrades. You know, you can change a, a green to a blue, blue to a purple. Um, you can't do the the re-roll the traits or, or perks or anything yet. Um, but it says coming soon next to all that stuff. But the crafting isn't in there yet, so there there's still hmm. stuff. Uh, but it plays really, really. I, I figured it would because obviously them guys know what they're. I know that as you were saying, there's a bit more sort of shooting combat in this one but um they have their melee combat down pat already like so mm. the shooting in this phase mm. oh i'm guessing they would have took a lot of time to make sure the shooting felt as good as the melee combat and hopefully this sees the same level of support that vermintide 2 did and and still is and um, still is i was about to say <laughs> mad how that's still going after all it, like that's a good four or five years old now that game and it's still getting support yeah, but but it's like uh, that's Warhammer. It's good that they have a game for you know their fantasy Age of Sigmar stuff, and then their sci-fi forty k stuff, like the two games running at once. Because I'm pretty sure like it has its own fans. You know, you'll get forty k fans. I think Ninja's more of a forty k fan than an Age of Sigmar fan. Oh, I definitely. Um, that's the only thing to point out. That this is coming from Ninja. Um who would be our 40k expert he says they nail the atmosphere uh, mm. and just the, the feeling of it um when you're going through these places i have to say like the the levels like i'd be looking at them and it's just like this it's just this big fuck off city where it just stretches i think it's underground but it's like you look up and it just goes on forever and it's like man 
I, I would totally play a first-person open-world RPG in this setting. Um, you know, like something like a cyberpunk or or uh, a Fallout. Uh, I would uh, play something like that. That that was the 40k universe. I have, I have to ask the boring techie questions now. So obviously, you're on a bit of a higher-end machine than Eugene and Ninja. How are they finding it plays for them? I think they're grand. Um, I'm happy. They, they they have put out recommended specs, which were a bit. But they're they're above the minimum and I haven't heard any complaints from them. Um it seems fine for it defaulted all of us to medium and I think it's just everyone and I just left it there. It still looks great. Um, mm. it's just a shame PlayStation's not probably not gonna see this for a good long while. Well because uh, I thinking back thinking back, Vermintide I think we had to wait. I think it was nearly a year to 18 months. Seems to be every time with the, the Fat Shark games, the PlayStation gets the weight. But to be honest, the weight isn't a bad thing because when Vermintide 1 and indeed Vermintide 2 came out on the PlayStation, they gave us a bunch of DLC with it. It's not like they just went, I here's your base game. They went, I here's everything we've put into the game already and you just get it at base price. Mm. So it's like, happy days. So I'm obviously, I wouldn't even try to run it in this machine of mine because it'd probably catch fire so i will wait until <laughs> the playstation 5 version comes out and i will happen because i know obviously they they done the full cross play with the with the Vermintide, and mm. they have said that there'll be full cross play on this upon the playstation's release yeah it does have its own internal friends list things so that's setting up for that out of curiosity, what were the negative? Because I'm very happy with this. Uh, um, well, let me check. Let yeah, me I, check I did see some someone criticizing it, but the criticisms were this doesn't have stuff that Vermintide got after, yes. but but it was stuff that was in Vermintide that after like three years of development, after three years after release, and it's like, what the fuck? Temper your expectation. Everyone's all, oh, it's it's the game's basically not finished yet. Come back in six months, and that's one of basic. Like you say, it's just features that are now in Vermintide, but they sure as hell weren't in there when the game was released. Yeah, uh, some people are saying it's really buggy. I don't. You're saying you're running fine though. It's great. Um, I haven't really experienced much in the way of. Oh, one quick question. I've been hearing a lot of people say this too. The soundtrack is fucking brilliant. Oh, it is. It is fucking fantastic. There's it's just for kid again, so I'm not surprised. Uh, yeah. The there's a level where you have to fight a boss at the end, and that music's good. There's there's like they have changed up um, and made uh, a few levels like like the levels of different types. So assassination. That's that's the type where you a mission type where you have to kill someone. At the end, that's the boss fight. Then there's these investigation ones where you basically have to get this wee... It's a wee floating skull, but apparently that's how they do computers. I don't know. Oh, Fortunately. yeah, the Zito skull or something like that. Yeah. Aye. Aye. So it floats about and you have to follow it and then it'll get to a point and you have to pull out this wee thing and find these things and scan them all the while getting fucking waves of enemies thrown at you um, but the music that plays when you're doing that is fucking fantastic it's like this wee synthy you know sci-fi type of um like it's really chill for what's going on but like uh, it, it's fun yeah um fantastic soundtrack that's uh, good to know because that, that he is, is very good that's up on spotify as well um they have put that up Ooh. so if you want to listen to that you can it's also got a vinyl release oh does it 
Yeah, Dark Tide and Vermintide have. I have Vermintide two on vinyl. Um, but I was going to get your 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 take on Dark Tide, so I must give it a listen. Because Jesper Kid's obviously the legendary hitman composer, mm. so I figured he was going to be good. Like, so what about you? What? The- well, it's funny you're talking 40k because um, I have been going as as I said last week. I, I sort of jumped into the Steam Autumn sales and picked up a bunch of games between 199 and 99p, and um, one as of the ones do. I as you do, and one of the ones I picked up was uh, uh, Warhammer Space Marine, which was a 360 game back in the day. Um, but Steam, for some reason, got this anniversary edition update. No one else got this, just Steam. So hmm. it got a nice visual overhaul and stuff like that. But um, I've been actually sort of thinking of going back and playing some old games because obviously people always say games have to evolve, yada, yada, yada. And going back and playing an old game, some people think, ah, oh, rose-tinted glasses and all that there. Um, I remember enjoying Space Marine back in the day. And... I still do. It's got its problems, <laughs> as older games would. It's more just to do with the controls. The controls are very strange, but um, there's no denying it. It's just fun as fuck having been a big space marine and having waves and waves of orcs coming tearing at you and you just chainsaw sword them and standing on their heads and just beating shit out of them. And then, of course, you can still use the guns and all. The guns do feel a wee bit floaty. So the melee combat seemed to have got a bit more work than the guns and stuff. But like I say, this is a 11-year-old game at this point. So that, that's, um, that's what I remember about playing it. I never liked it, to be honest. And that was one mm. of the things, is the guns have no punch to it. And you say 11-year-old game, but mm. have you gone back and played uh, Gears of War? Because it still well, feels pretty damn good. That's actually what I was just going to say. This was obviously based off the Gears of War, you know, hype that was happening in the time because it, it looks and well it doesn't feel but it looks very gears of war and say <laughs> hey they stole our chainsaws what the fuck yeah, let's make I, well, <laughs> I, that's pretty much what they did to be fair they, they, you know they seen the warhammer thing and went hey <laughs> so obviously warhammer done their own um but yeah it is it's still to me it still holds up pretty well um but i was i'm playing that one um like i say that made me think of gears of war so then another one I've been playing, I think I paid $150 for this one, is the two to- 2010 version of Alien vs. Predator. Mm-hmm. And again, I remember enjoying this game. Um, one third of this game is brilliant, and that is the Predator section. I've heard the yeah. Space Marine and Alien, but uh, not so much. Those are so generic, man. It's like, it's like the whole team came together to make the Predator section, and then when they're like, right, who wants to do the human bit? Everyone's went, oh, let's just make it a generic corridor shooter. And that's, it's obviously, it is one of those games that we call the Brown Era, because this is 2010, yeah. like, so that would have been Brown Era game. And I think that was the big excitement for this game that was playing as the Predator. Because, like, the alien, you're just running around scratching stuff and hitting it with your tail. You know, the Space Marine, you're just shooting stuff. Whereas the Predator, you are in the trees watching boys and waiting for the prime opportunity to jump down and gut them or, you know, laser cannon them. And, or, or, you know, you've got all these different tools to play with. Whereas everything else just feels so generic. But I had a quick go at everything just to make sure, you know, how it had aged. But playing as the Predator is still an amazing amount of fun. And that's, again, that's what... Back in those days when, you know, a team actually came together and thought, right, we want to make this feel like you're actually this big 
beast there, an alien, which is again a really damn cool idea. Like I was just mucking around with before we came, before we started recording here, and you're you know jumping around doing the big jumps under the treetops and putting your vision on and watching boys and doing the whole distracting thing and all. It's I was pretty damn cool. Um, you know that, and for, for something, the thing that got me the most was for something at that age. I don't know whether there was some high res texture update or something that the PC got that nothing else got. But it looks a hell of a lot better than I even remember. It looks so damn good. Yeah, um, it's probably like, just your PC being more capable of a console. It was at the 360. 360 uh, um, so yeah, it, it actually looks really damn good. And then the other one I've been playing, I've been playing this for a while, but I forgot to mention because this actually happened when we were off air for our hiatus and I haven't got a chance to talk about it yet. And I've been playing away at it since since I got it. But I want to go really back in time. Mm-hmm. I got the unfinished 99% pretty much done leak of Goldeneye. Oh, I. So, so yes, I actually got the, the, it got leaked about two years ago. And the only reason I went and got it, because obviously we were talking a while back about, you know, rare announcing that Goldeneye was going to come to the Xbox and the Switch. Yeah. So I was doing a bit of reading on this. And the way this has been released is an absolute shambles. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. You, you you can't buy it. Uh, though, though, you have to have Game Pass. Yeah. Uh, the whole thing, you can't. Right. So the Switch version, you can't buy it either. You can only play it if you have their N64 thing. Mm, their uh, fucking online premium. It's, it's push, by the way. Yes. The emulation is absolute push. So... You can't actually buy this game, and the version they're giving you is basically the original N64 version. Now, the Xbox is, you know, slabbering that we've got 4K visuals and 60 frames a second, whereas the N64 or the, the Switch is going to high. We've got online multiplayer, but they're using your N64 emulator, so it's going to run like dog shit. So yeah. I, I decided, no, nah, fuck a pair of yous. I'm going to steal the nice sexy version that everyone actually wanted off the internet and like i say it's 99 percent finished you, you can basically play the whole game the only things i can see is a little bit of a music glitch here and there and i mean the tiniest little music glitch here and there and the pause menu james bond's sleeve doesn't seem to be finished oh dear oh dear, oh dear i know it's fucking terrible but other than that it is literally goldeneye and it looks amazing and there's a lot of people who are going, oh, I don't know if Goldeneye could, could hold up these days. It's fucking brilliant. Goldeneye with twin sticks is the oh, best I, version of Goldeneye I, I ever. I would say twin sticks. Goldeneye would be... It's uh, fucking brilliant. Uh, and it, it, it literally reminds you of what it's like to just go pick a level and start. You know, no mad menu or 30-minute cutscene to get into a game. Just press start, pick your level, and start shooting Russians in the face with a silenced gun. I mean, this is the game that proved that you could do first-person shooters on consoles. That it, mm-hmm. it wasn't a thing before Goldeneye. Not really. Yep. Um, don't believe what Bungie say. No, it was not Halo. It was no, this. No. It was Goldeneye. Um, but there's a really cool feature. That, that I mean, this is even in this. this I'm going to call it the, the remaster or remake. It is a remaster, technically, sorry. So it's in the remaster. If you press your right bumper, it actually goes back to the old N64 graphics. <laughs> like, we thought back in the day, Goldeneye looked amazing, and then you see it and you go, oh my fucking god. 
the 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 AK literally looks like a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> Why does that work? <laughs> it's just imagine a cigarette, but instead of the white part, it's just black. But that's literally what the AK looks like. It just looks like you're holding a black cigarette. <laughs> it's like. And obviously, you press your bumper and you go back to the new graphics. And you're like, oh, should I? It's actually an AK. But only the graphics have changed. The sound design, the music, uh, even all the wee silly guard voices when they're getting shot. All the exact same, which is pretty damn cool. The only in-game difference is it's no longer Dr. Doke in the second level. It's Dr. Romanov or whatever they called him. So the first time I played it, I took the key card off him and then shot him in the face for being, a, being an imposter. It's like, nah, you're not Dr. Don't get fucked. But yeah, it goes to show that, you know, a lot of people were worried, oh, I don't know if this game will hold up, blah, 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 blah. It's like, with Twin Sticks, GoldenEye is absolutely amazing. But if fucking Microsoft and, and Nintendo and MGM, if this is the shitty deal they've came up with, Fuck a lot of Like, my wee PC can run it. So if you've got yourself a half-decent PC, I am encouraging you to go onto the high seas of the internet. It's very easy to find, by the way. It's not that hard at all. Uh, if I can use it, anyone can use it. Uh, Get uh, yourself the golden master. Uh, I think it just goes to show that that's how Nintendo feels about their fans. They don't like them. They don't care. And mm. that was just purely, oh, you can't do that. That's our thing. Uh, geez, we'll make this shitty deal making your game taken away like a vital component of that game because we don't want it to be not on our system fuck the fans and that's why you should steal nintendo products yes yes as well like they go around shutting down rom sites and all and then what's the alternative oh here's a fucking shit emulation for that you can pay for it's like go and fuck off would you jesus christ (laughs) Pay us money for a really shit version of what you were all enjoying on the internet. But yeah, that's, that's what I've been hammering away at the last the last week. And then next week, I'm actually looking forward to giving you a, a new game to talk about. I'll talk about that Ooh. next week when it comes out. Yep, yep, yep. Very excited. Uh, so let's uh, batter on to this game news then. I talked a lot about Dark Tide. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, off the bat, uh, Xbox are going to start charging $70, which will probably be £70 as well, uh, for their first-party game. Um, Are you surprised? I'm not surprised, and they'll probably encourage you to get it on Game Pass instead. Yeah, that's that's the one thing they have over Sony. But we're still putting them day one on Game Pass. Game Pass, for price of one game, you can get like seven months for mm-hmm. all this. Um... Yeah, it's not surprising. You're you're looking at games like uh, Starfield, uh, Redfall, uh, the next Forza are all probably gonna be priced at seventy quid. Um, I I really had no intention of buying these separately. Yeah. Uh, so they they will launch uh, at that price on all platforms, and I wonder does that mean your games are gonna be that price on Steam as well? Because uh, that's one of the things that really puzzles me. Um, when it comes to Sony's like seventy pound, I don't think they've released any of their seventy pound games on PC yet. But all their um, all their like stuff they've released on Steam so far hasn't been sixty at most. Um, what gets me though is like I I was looking looking at the for speed there over the weekend and I haven't haven't pulled the trigger. Yeah, it's seventy. Um, and but on PC. 
it's 60 and then you're like what why why need for speeds ea isn't it yeah yeah i they've been on the 70 bandwagon for a while now yeah yeah but all their stuff is 10 pound cheaper on pc for whatever reason and they can't uh yeah, well, they, they can't give you a reason. I mean, Microsoft are given the usual, uh, uh, the increasing cost of these games uh, and like the how the technology used. Uh, but see if uh, see if a Starfield comes out and it's another Bethesda pile of shite, you can go stick mm. out of your arse. <laughs> Bethesda better <laughs> fix that fucking engine that they use if that's the case. <laughs> they have no intention of fixing that. Their fans will just let the screen because it's another Bethesda <sighs> game. I know, I know. It's it's like Pokemon. That new Pokemon game's barely fucking holding together and everyone's like, this is fine. Yet Cyberpunk comes out um, and everyone shits over it. Yep. <laughs> Funny how that <laughs> double, works. Double standards, man. <laughs> it is, I. Pokemon fans are crazy. <laughs> uh, speaking of Cyberpunk, <laughs> it's getting a game of, year, game of the year edition? Huh? What? Mm-hmm. It's a year late. <laughs> it's gonna be more than a year late because they can't really do this until the expansion comes out. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> um, because that's gonna be bundled in along with this. Is this gonna hit as soon? Uh, I'm guessing this is gonna hit as soon as the mm. expansion comes out, and they'll go, "Here's the game of the year edition." <laughs> I think that's per choice of words, considering. Yeah. Um, yeah, the the two things is like you usually get that w- when it came out and got game of the year. It's like who gave you a game of the year award? Nobody, yeah, that's true. nobody. I don't think anyone did. And yeah, that that term has lost all meaning. Yeah, you could have called it so many other cooler things like the augmented edition. Yeah. Or or the the upgraded. No, no. Technically, in Cyberpunk, that works. Upgraded edition. Gonk Brain Edition. Mm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, silly. Um, like they, they, they have a game of the year edition for Witcher Three, but it was a lot of people's game of the year. I don't think so. Except maybe, but I'm like a Pokemon fan when it comes to Cyberpunk stuff. So, <laughs> but you, you will at least admit that when it first came out, there was problems. Oh yeah, you're not just going, you're not just sort of pretending there is no problems. That's the difference. Oh yeah, you know there's a problem. You go, oh, I'm sure they'll be able to do something about it. Whereas the Pokemon fans are just going, no, this is not brilliant. You're like, no, there's problems there. No, 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 it's fine. <laughs> You'll see the difference. The, the amount of work CD Projekt put into Cyberpunk after the fact. Um, let's see what Game Freak do to that Pokemon game. Um, Microsoft, speaking of weird, Microsoft is selling mini hood- hoodies for Xbox controllers. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know what this is about. I've seen this article and just thought, no, this is a prank. <laughs> I don't get it either. What What's the point of it? Like, there's none because uh, your controller will get cold so put a hoodie on it um it's 2195 uh you put it on the controller you can't use the controller when it's on nope you cannot but yeah your controller's sitting there wearing a hoodie and and you're like i look at that it's like people who put hoodies on their dogs it's worse. At least the dog. Yeah. At least the, like that's a dog wearing a thing. Like the the hoodies on dog. You get some small dogs that don't like the cold. You're there's an actual living creature there that you're putting a jumper on to make it warmer. That, that's true. Okay, I get I get the doggy coats for small dogs that don't have a lot of fur. But why are people putting hoodies on big German shepherds and things like that? I don't know. There's no need for, but now this is, you are right. This is worse though. This is not a living creature. 
this is a controller for your games console. Why are you buying a hoodie for the controller? So not only have have you you put this hoodie on, uh, for but then if you want to play, you have to go through the ball or taking the hoodie off again. I bet it's a bugger to get on and off. Well, it's just got a zip on the front. It looks like it just oh. slips out. I mean, it's not even like you couldn't even use it as like a or say like it's like a travel case type thing because it's got the big hood sticking at the top and like the controller is poking out. Um, what's uh, what's the uh, uh, is, is, sorry, what is is this actually licensed by Microsoft or is it a third yeah, party? No, that's it's them. It's, oh, this is hell. this is official. No, I, somebody <laughs> called Phil Spencer and Bill. What do you at? Do you want to know what else? What they're sold out. Oh my god! Of course, <laughs> of course they are. Fucking right, uh, Colin. Here's our idea: we're gonna create little tuxedos for controllers, millionaires by the end of the week. Partly, there's a market for it. Clothes for yeah. your controllers. Clothes for your controller. There we go. Let's get on that. Why do we stop a controller? Why don't we just get ones for the for the console themselves? You, you well, put, they would catch fire. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As you say, we'll get a bunch of people to buy winter coats for their consoles and see how many people's houses. Okay. Uh, uh, Final Fantasy 16 has been raided in Brazil, um, mm. which has a few details come out. Well, that probably means that it's the the release date's going to appear, uh, which is one thing. But it's it's got a 16 rating or whatever. Um, it is said to contain things such as nudity, torture, prostitution, drug use, and other mature themes. So it looks like Final Fantasy has gone all I was going to say, it's gone pure edge, Lord, I'm not. Uh, have, have we gone full circle and come back around where everything is gritty and edgy again? Are we going into the brown era part two? I think so. Oh dear. I think we're on brown era part two. We're sick of colours. Yep. Let's I say Ram that, bro. but uh, I've been playing Dark Tide and Bleak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that universe was established in, like, the fucking 70s. So, you know, it's not like it's a new thing for Warhammer to be grim. Yeah, so that, that that's... Um, Final Fantasy sixteen is definitely going to be a more mature game than previous Final Fantasies. I myself think it looks a little bit generic, boring fantasy stuff. Um, might be following some trends of the you know gritty fantasy being in vogue for the past few years mm. uh so they're trying to do stuff like that uh are you gonna play this you no like... i'm not i'm yeah. not i'm a square enix man oh okay i yeah. I, I, don't, I don't even care about the part two of final fantasy 7 anymore it's like that nah, square enix you're a bunch of bastards i don't want anything to do with you anymore no that's fair enough I have not gotten it very awkward to switch over to PlayStation 5. Oh yeah, they did that whole shit as well. Uh, what about a game you might play then? Uh, Street Fighter 6 is mm. get, having a... Is it an open? No, it's closed. Uh, closed, be- closed, beta. closed beta in December. I, I'm keeping an eye on Street Fighter 6. I'm not, I'm not letting myself get excited because... Well... I'm not excited at the moment because they haven't shown off my ca- I know he's in there, but they haven't shown off my character. You know, as soon as I see a gameplay video with Zangief, I'll be, oh, fuck! <laughs> I'm bad! Yeah. But um, my, my only worry is it's, it's going to go down the Street Fighter fucking thing, isn't it? It's like, I oh, hear Street Fighter 6. And six months later, oh, here's Super Street Fighter 6. And you're like, Capcom, for once, can you just <laughs> release the whole game? That'd be, this, that'd be 
I, I don't. I think I bet they've learned lessons, and this is going to be a very feature complete. Lots of content in there. Uh, Street Fighter. I hope so. I hope so because five was so bare bones on. And Capcom's on a tear these last. That is very true. Yeah. How many years? Uh, like they they have saved themselves definitely. Um, I want. I just want let loose on that character creator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah apparently people have created some fucking mad things oh they they should leave i hope they leave out in there because you can pretty much do whatever the fuck you want you yeah that's, that's the most fun of character creators is when the laws of physics don't matter you want like your arms to be longer than your legs let's do it but that would be a street fighter in fact that is a street fighter thing <laughs> look at blanca yeah true um yeah th- this this should be coming out early 2023 as well shouldn't it i mean i'm guessing so this is a second beta and it is looking like it's looking pretty damn polished already game awards are this week aren't they i think this is going to be there i think uh, final fantasy 16 is going to be there as well i reckon that's where we're going to get dates for these two i know Uh, i wouldn't mind playing some street fighter especially Mm, this one i do enjoy a bit of street fighter it's a less of a barrier for not gonna lie like all that extra stuff you run about creating your character that's uh as long as it's not just like a a really awkward lobby where mm. a menu would have been fine <laughs> yeah the, I, I think they're they're really trying this time <laughs> uh so more on nintendo hating fans <laughs> <laughs> all right so i don't know if you know anything about the uh smash brothers competitive scene i know i don't I know a little bit about it, and I know I never want to go near it. <laughs> it's a cesspool. It is a, such a cesspool. So the, the, there's this Smash World Tour uh, competition. Uh, it's not officially like, but it's a big thing. Um, like they they got the last this year, last year, some sometime. Um, I think it was this year. It was like six thousand four hundred live events with three hundred twenty five thousand entrants. Um, so yeah, it's a pretty big fighting game tournament, but they have come out and said they're no longer going to be doing this. Um, I'm blaming Nintendo. They they said that Nintendo said that we could no longer operate is what they're saying. Um, now Nintendo does have officially licensed a tournament by some company called Panda, uh, and a lot of people are thinking, is this Panda? using their status as being officially licensed, trying to say to Nintendo, hey, shut that down, that's our right. <laughs> um, which, if that was true, that would be shit. Yeah, because, you know, you're just having more people play the game and getting that exposure. Why would you shut down another tournament? Yeah, one that so many people uh, yeah. take part in as well. Um, Nintendo have released a full statement, though, um, sort of saying that they're talking shite. They said they notified uh, Smash World Tour that they would not license their 2022 or 2023 activities. We also let them know verbally we were not requiring they cancel the 2022 finals event, uh, which were supposed to be this month, um, because of the impact it would have on players. Uh, Thus, the decision to cancel the SWT 2022 was and still is their own choice. Um, so that's mm. it, you could have put it on. We just weren't gonna like. Which begs the question: Why would you need official licensing anyway if you can just put on white baller? Yeah, Jesus Christ! We didn't need official licensing when we were in the pub. Yeah, we used to do yeah. tournaments all the time. 
All right, it might look good to go officially licensed uh, tournament and all, but at the end of the day, does anyone really care about that point? I think everyone just enjoys going to tournaments and having a bit of crack. If you're into the tournament scene, you go to any tournament. It doesn't have to be official. Maybe something changes when money gets involved, where people are you know paying for entry and there's prizes and whatnot, because this is like proper for professional players. Um and I get a feeling Nintendo's not telling a full story there. It's like they, they, I, I believe that they probably went. I put it on at, at as much as you want, but I'm willing to bet that they said you can't do something that probably generated revenue for the organizers, which because the organizers say we stand to lose hundreds of thousands of dollars now because of this. Um, mm. So I bet there's. Um, but then there's more uh, the there's more to the story then um, because like so the, this organization Panda um, they were supposed to have a tournament this month as well and pretty much all of the professional players have pulled out oh, fuck. because because of all this um, saying like over eighty uh, percent so they've had to postpone that tournament because they got to be in it um, and then they they also. Uh, sacked their CEO uh, because of inappropriate behavior. Don't know what that's all about, but <laughs> but there you go. The messy drama-filled world of professional Smash Brothers. A silly fighting game with a yeah with a plumber, big pink ball in yep. each other. <laughs> God damn. Just people taking shit far too seriously, man. Is esports like just a detriment to games in general? <laughs> we forget. <laughs> It's funny you should bring that up. I don't know if you've seen the the article that uh, Eurogamer put up this week about the the girls playing esports and what a toxic environment that is for them as well. Yeah, I read that. I was going to put it on there. It's like this this is really annoying and is a real downer. Um, yeah, that 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 tells me everything I need to know about esports. Yeah, if, yeah. If you are a woman and you play esports, you basically get treated like an absolute piece of shit that- because you're a woman. For some reason, then you shouldn't be able to be able to be on the esports scene. Were well, you playing Which, the man's? I, what was the game they were playing to? Valorant. Valorant. <laughs> fucking Valorant. Fucking a, a cartoony uh, character. I was like, "What? Shut the fuck up, game. man!" Get fucked. No, see, this is where I would get me all pissy and go, "Hang on, you don't get to call that a man's game." <laughs> fucking Doom Chop- Eternal. <laughs> Chopping down trees. Minecraft. Uh, that's a man's man. game. You're fucking, you run around punching trees and your knuckles don't even get bloody. It's a real man's game. That, that, that's actually the manliest thing you can do in a game. I can't think of anything manlier to do. Punching trees and your knuckles don't get bloody. Yeah, but it, I, it turns, it turns out that Minecraft Steve is actually Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Uh, I that 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 shit just made me go fuck to everything. I just I know, and I just put in see if you put things in context. See if you see a a woman who's a professional esports uh competitor. Fucking fair fucks to her. She put up with some shit. Just give mm-hmm. the trophy to her now because yep. she had it harder than the rest of them. Yep. Um. That's why I don't turn on chat in games. Same. I was just thinking about that the other day uh, when I was reading that. I was all, this is why I don't. This this, this is why I literally will join a party 
even if there's no one else there, just so I don't have to listen to everybody else. Right. And see, just enjoy even, my if, game. even if the abuse is not aimed at me, I'm like, I just don't, I don't want to fucking hear this. I I can't yeah. I can't sit there and listen to that and have a good time. I just can't. No. no. I guess why I can't stand streamers and stuff, because basically that's people putting it on the internet and going, oh, look, and you're just like, ah, and listen to you. Get, I just want to watch the game or play the game or whatever. It's just like, mm. oh, no. So yeah, that, that was a real... That just literally put the, the real stamp on what esports is. Just a load of bullshit. Um, on to something a bit nicer to talk about. Sonic Frontiers is getting free DLC. A lot of free DLC. A lot of free DLC. Did, did, were you reading about, like, there's some really cool shit coming to this? Yeah. Um, birthday celebration thing, photo mode, jukebox, challenge modes, um more playable characters, more story updates. It's almost hmm. as if they didn't actually finish the game before releasing it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's, that is the, the theme of today's podcast. <laughs> um, I know your man came out during the week. He's all, hey, listen, we see how successful this has been. So this is going to be the, this is the, 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 the template now for Sonic three, 3D future Sonic games. Um, the open world. Oh, what, sorry, open zone, whatever open you want to call it. But yeah, this is going to be the, the new template. But it's pretty cool that they went, I, we see this is actually doing pretty well. So it was a sort of thank you. Uh, here's a bunch of deal. And it's over the next year and a half or something. Um, I bet that team must be like, so relieved. We did it! It's like, finally, <laughs> finally, it didn't blow up in our face. <laughs> There's no creepiness and the fans are enjoying themselves. Oh, Yay! There's, there's creepiness. There's always creepiness. It's Sonic. There's always creepiness. You can't get yeah, away from I, that. I mean, I mean, in the game this time. All oh, right. <laughs> yeah. But, um. It's. Uh, I'm uh, guessing the playable characters will be the other sort of Sonic characters in the game. They're not going to bring in people that <coughs> aren't in the game. Uh, so the the artwork shows Tails, Knuckles, and Amy. But ah, okay. we 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 don't know. They didn't say these are the playable characters. It's just like here's some artwork to accompany this announcement. Oh, okay. um, but that's uh, that's good to see. Is like uh, free DLC, free DLC <laughs> for people supporting. Yep. Um, the, no the, premium the, currencies or battle passes or nothing. Just the developer going here's some more shit. Right. No, no, no. Don't give us money. Sorry. Right. I that's have to nice. cause some controversy. Oh. So, they released a new trailer for Super Mario Movie. Yes. Which I watched. Did you see? Did you watch it, Benny? I have watched it. Mm. It looks pretty good. It does? I'm going to say something really controversial now. What's that? All this shit Chris Pratt got, no matter like if he's a piece of shit or not, uh, based on his Mario performance, uh, he's the one out of all those actors that I heard, with the exception of Jack Black, that's putting the most effort in. That's what I think. You don't think Charlie Day's putting that in? Charlie Day just sounded like Charlie Day, but that's perfect for Luigi anyway. Um, I but I think Chris Pratt is the like um, Jack Black's doing spot on Bowser, but Chris Pratt is trying very hard to do Mario. He says "Wahoo!" He <laughs> and let's go. Yep. Um, so yeah, but but like um, your 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 woman doing Princess Peach. No one said anything about her voice. That doesn't sound like Peach at all. Is she doing? Is she a voice actor? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, Anya Taylor Joy. I don't think so. Okay, um, I'm actually looking forward to hearing Seth Rogen speak go as 
Donkey Kong because I thought his scene in the trailer was absolutely brilliant as well. I just beating the fucking head of Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Slapping the piss out of him. There is a shit ton, uh, absolute fucking shit ton in this trailer. Um, yep. uh, makes you like, I think this is this is going to be big. I don't think that's a controversial yeah. thing to say. Um, so obviously we have Donkey Kong. We saw Cranky Kong yep. up, <laughs> up on the, the, the throne there. Um, there are also background, uh, I think Diddy and Dixie Kong are somewhere in there as well. Um, and in the, they, they show Rainbow Road and a cart race and yep. in that scene, Funky Kong <laughs> is, in, is in there. Um, we saw a bunch of Yoshis. Yep. Uh, we saw Mario using the Tanuki suit. Yep. Uh, we saw the Fireflyer actually operating as a Fireflyer should. Yep. As in the game. We actually seen like a, an actual Mario level. As, like Mario yeah. seems to be training in Mario levels. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we saw a Cheap Cheap. Um, yep. We saw the, the map of the Mushroom Kingdom, which is very accurate. With the, you mm-hmm. know, the, we got the desert level in there. Uh, saw a bunch of uh, enemy characters, uh, Koopa Troopers, Paratroopers, there was Goombas, we saw Piranha Plants, we saw Shy Guys, Bobombs, the Hammer Brothers. The Hammer Brothers. As <laughs> <laughs> well tilted seeing them. Uh, so they seem to be leaning right into world that the game have created. Yep. They don't seem to be making many concessions for this needs to make sense as a film. <laughs> Let's just put a bunch. But yeah, that's having heard more of Chris Pratt's Mario. I think it's yeah. I, I don't it, know. It, it came off. He did come off a lot better in the second trailer. I do. I do think though that I think Jack Black is probably going to steal the show though. He, yeah, he, Bull Bowser. Uh, even he, even the conversation he was having with Luigi though was brilliant because Charlie Day just didn't like the like I'm going to rule the world. He's all hooray. <laughs> <laughs> Um, not, uh, I, I don't like Toad's voice. Who's doing that? Uh, I think that's your, your man. Is it Kevin, Kevin Peel? Yeah, Toad, it, d- Toad should be, um, uh, a lot more shrill. Or is it, or is it Keegan-Michael K? Oh, I have no. Yeah, that one. Sorry, it's Keegan-Michael K. K and Peel. And Newt was one of the two of them. Was to, Oh, they might both be in it. Uh. Yeah, he's doing Sorry. There was also a trailer for Last of Us show. Um. Mm. I have not seen this yet, but I hear it's uh, meant to be looking fantastic. It does. It looks very... Uh, I will watch this, you know. It it looks good. It, it looks mm. like an HBO show, but it also, it looks like The Last of Us. Um, like, mm. they, they, they've just shown snippets of the, the, the zombies, and the, the clickers. Um, at the end of that new trailer is one of the big fuck-off guys. Um, I hope they keep the clickers as, like just never have them add a clicker uh and always hide from them uh because if they get you in the game you're fucked Aye. there's no fight you had like, to have uh, what was it you had to have to it get was away uh, a shiv would and, and you would lose that shiv if it was just like the the resident evil daggers and grenades you know it's an escape thing um i'm not sure if um pedro pascal and this girl Bella Ramsey are playing Joel. I don't know if they can live up to Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson. Who that's easy, like Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson's playing Joel and Ellie in the games is one of the best performances in a game. I think, um, and that's gonna be really 
I know they're professional actors and all, and they'll probably do fine, but it's just probably not going to be the same. Ask yeah. you a question, though. Yeah? Did you also think that about Henry Cavill when he was Geralt, that he would never match up to the dude from the game? I still don't it, think he does. So far. Oh, you still don't think he does? I don't know if that's like, oh, this is the one I'm used to. And it probably is. But people get very fucking weird about their Joel. So mm. they all fucking shite their tights when he died in the second game. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> At the start. That's mostly mm. people's problems with, with the second game. It's either because they're a weirdo or like because they killed daddy. All right. Head cannon. Balls. Didn't book it the way I wanted. So, <laughs> so it's bad. Um, We've also been told, just speaking of trailers, uh, within, I believe, within the next couple of weeks, uh, Peacock is going to be releasing the first Twisted Metal trailer. So I'm ooh, looking forward to seeing, I mean, seeing me. Uh, in- interesting. How yeah. Still no, still no word on a potential game, which is just... I know! What the fuck? The mind, hey? I say, like, what do we do? Um, you know all that chat about Elden Ring? Um, yeah. DLC. Well, there's an update coming tomorrow that adds the f- long-awaited, speculated over Colosseums, where you go in and you have PvP fights, and that's for free, and it comes out tomorrow. Wait, what can the you fuck? spectate in the Colosseums? I wonder, because I would watch that. Yeah, I'd go in just and be like in the crowd cheering and all, and rah! Just <laughs> firing out emotes. That would yep. be pretty cool if you could do that. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not likely, like, I'm not a big PvP guy. Um, the only PvP I take part in is where I have to defend myself. Um, but, like, you know PvP, it's always going to be very meta. It's the same, you know, handful. So I think that's why we've done so well, though, when we were defending ourselves, because we were not PvP meta, and some people were like, shit. How do I deal with these two? They're not using the thing that everyone else uses. <laughs> That's the thing. If if you invade, I don't know, in past in past Souls games, not so much in this one because you can only, unless you're opting in to be invaded, you can only get invaded when you're when you're paired up. So it's always going to be a two one. But it used to be it was like the invader would always have the advantage because they were they were spec towards PvP, which gave them the leg up and you were just there using whatever the fuck you were using to make um but it's good now that there's this dedicated thing um for fighting each other and hopefully it's just a big arena so nobody can like try and run around street corners and shit and you know run into enemies oh, and things like that it's like it's a, just gonna be yeah it's it's a it's a gladiator type thing coliseum so yeah there'd be no cheesing shit out or anything it's like get in there and fight you want to fight then fight <laughs> cool <laughs> Um, They'll be boys streaming that, I bet you. Just watching people fight and betting uh, and shit. <laughs> salty bet? Oh, yeah, salty bet. <laughs> I think that's still... That's still I think it is still a thing. <clears throat> um, the last thing I have here, quickly on this, is just around loot boxes, because loot boxes aren't exactly the issue they once were. Like, they're still out there, 100%. FIFA Ultimate Team still exists, and there's tons of phone games that I'm not even that exist. But... Uh, a couple of things have happened in regards to loot boxes. First being Newcastle and Lowborough University um, have been doing like a, a three-year study into the effects of loot boxes on families and children. Um, and they have 
basically confirm what we already know, and they have that they have uh, they cause financial and emotional harm in children, and the sort of the way they're presented is is very. They use a lot of tricks that gambling machines use, for example, you know, spinning wheels and stuff like that, uh, like showing oh you almost got that maybe you should try again you know that that sort of um and yeah i i think this is just confirming the stuff that that people had already been saying but it's good to have some solid you know evidence behind that where it's like yeah well we've been looking at that and that's we can see the patterns emerging like it's it's you know children are impressionable and it sort of it's easy to get them hooked on this sort of stuff and they lose track of of what they're actually spending very easily so yeah it's if anything will come out of this in the uk at least because not long ago uk government was threatening to do something if uh, game companies regulate this stuff themselves and have yet to do anything Um, but in australia an mp has introduced uh legislation no it's not gone through yet which would require any game with loot boxes in it to be given either an R18 rating or highest or an RC which means refused classification which is basically what happened to like you know where games really get easily banned in Australia that's yep. using RC and then that really restricts where they can be displayed what shops they can be in uh, mm. you know who can see so it basically means you can sell your game more or less uh, strict requirements uh, so they've tried to push through this requirement for for games with loot boxes through their their government. Yeah, it remains to be seen that it'll pass, uh, but it's been moved to whatever a second reading is again, which I guess that is the next state. Uh, but yeah, they're pointing out the same issues as as the study. It's like manipulating people in the same using the same tactics as a fucking poker machine would. Uh, it sh- it should have the same controls that a fucking poker machine would. Um, mm. That's just falling on for like Holland or Netherlands and Belgium, who just went, nope, you can't. Yep, nope. They straight up not <laughs> fucking that shit. I always wondered what happened with the the big so the likes of maybe say Overwatch in Belgium. How did that work then? Um, did they not have loot boxes? Did they have just like a a store where you earned your overwatch money and then you just bought what you wanted cosmetic wise did they not pull from sale completely obviously that's oh, not, not really an issue anymore there was something they just didn't recently ah it was that diablo mobile game they just didn't they oh didn't, yeah when they just didn't release it it's like yep. release it without the fucking loot box shit that's too much Char- work charge money for it <laughs> charge a fiver it's christ uh and that's your game you yep some good some bad <laughs> we're trying to mix it up a bit more yeah more fucking positive stuff there I think. yeah yeah them hoodies are too bad they sold out I want one <laughs> she bought one you could put it on certain body parts <laughs> I knew I knew that's where this was going to end up going <laughs> I just got a <laughs> wrestling 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 uh, right so what has been happening in the world of uh, since last week, well, we may as well let's let's just start with the uh, best of seven, since that's a running sort of thing. Yep, another amazing match. Very di- again, very different this time. Yep, they are changing it up every time. They're telling a story through the medium of 
seven wrestling matches. I mean, this is American sports, just isn't it? Because like, yeah, all their sports are like when it comes down to it, it's like we need to. It's the final, but we're gonna play seven times. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the cricket version or the wrestling version of cricket. <laughs> so going in, the elite are down two to nothing. Uh, Death Triangle have cheated twice. Yep. And this time the elite's not having any of it. Um, we get a attack during the entrance, and the elite which we know we know was now pre-planned thanks to BTE. Oh yeah, and it didn't matter if they had brought their kids or nothing. Everyone was <laughs> collateral damage. Collateral Fuck, I laughed damage. so hard at that. I don't know why. Just Kenny laughing about it. Sorry. <laughs> Luckily, uh, Death Triangle didn't bring their kids. Um. So yeah, we had a lot of outside of the ring fighting. Do you see when Kenny did that? What was the move he did? Uh, pack on the ramp. I think he hurt his ass because he was like, "Oh, uh, they uh, he does his Kataro crusher." Yeah, it looked like he hurt his ass. It did. Like <laughs> actually, on his arms. <laughs> it looks so. Yep. Uh, but yeah, this was an all great man. Nice yep. big brawl, but eventually we again get Phoenix. Um, stopping Penta this time from using the bring bell hammer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, well, you already used it for fuck's sake. <laughs> He's obviously not feeling very good about himself. Um, but the elite get the win this time. The way this match finished was fucking amazing too, because obviously, so Kenny and Nick are on the outside, and they're being held back by. Penta and Phoenix, Pack and Matt are in the ring. Matt is down. He's he's down for the kill. Pack goes for his unbelievable black arrow, but Matt's playing possum and gets the knees up right into the jaw, knocks Pack out cold, and then it goes from Penta and Phoenix holding Kenny back to Kenny and Matt or Nick, sorry, holding the Lucha Bros back, and obviously the the, the elite get the win. I just thought that was a really cool way of doing it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, like, th- these matches are crazy fast-paced and flippy, but there's definitely psychology there. Um, mm-hmm. No matter Jim Cornette says. <laughs> Fuck Johnny Cornette. <laughs> um, yeah, I was skeptic of this whole thing because I thought they would do being upset about the place. But I can get them wanting to put the whole thing back and mm-hmm. just get all this, this best of seven, give the fans a heap of really good matches, which... Uh, against, I don't. In my opinion, is probably their best opponent. Yeah, easily. For well, for the boxing. Yeah, it's the. P- it's the, a great callback, as I was saying before as well. Just because the Bucks' first opponents were the Lucha Brothers, and one of Kenny's first opponents was Pack. So this is just a class callback to all that as well. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, we got Hangman back. Yeah, I wasn't expecting him and. The whole thing with him and Mox was just brilliant as well. Yeah. Do you think, so Mox comes out first, do you think he was being a bit heelish in what he was saying? A wee bit, I. Like, there's three three uh, certainties in this world, death, taxes, and John Moxley. He's the top of the food chain. Um, yeah, he's basically putting everyone uh, backstage on notice. Now he comes he's Doesn't say a word. <laughs> just get straight to it. <laughs> I was it was Mox. Well, it was Mox he was in a match with when he got his concussion. I guess now they were saying, "Oh, he hasn't been cleared. He just came here to get the doctor to look at him today. He's not supposed to be out here if he wasn't cleared." Mm. Uh, so yeah, when do we get this match? Winter's coming. That'd be cool. 
That's next Wednesday. And the the good thing is no title on the line this. Ah, that's the more that's really exciting. Uh, one thing he's fucking mocks off the stage. Oh, that's right. That was pretty funny. That was what? one of the one of the extras did that. <laughs> Pushed him off the stage and he fell over. Oh Jesus! Whoops! Sacked. Yep. <laughs> you Please do not injure our top star. Yep. For fuck's sake. Um. So Dax Harwood continued his uh pattern mm. of had just doing singles matches just for the fucking hell of it and absolute bangers. Yep. Uh, this time, uh, Danielson, just great fucking match. <laughs> Why not? Some <laughs> um, boys love the wrestle, don't they? They don't need a, uh, a big story or a build-up. They just love the uh, wrestle. It's like, let's let's just get in this ring and tell a story. And that's what these two did. Very sort of technical type of match, but also hard-hitting, as you'd expect. Um, I like the way where it's like Danielson puts his hand out the Dax <laughs> and Dax walks past him and then goes ah no only joking shake hands <laughs> uh, yeah it was just a just a real nice wee match to, to have on yeah there, there was no there's no sort of mad story to it no big build up just here's two great wrestlers now we're gonna have a great match no, no, mm. no reason for it just enjoy this yeah so why we're speaking of Harwood the tag titles situation mm. so this was on Rampage uh, we had they're claimed out saying they want to face the best, which the fuck, <laughs> the fucking guns have. Yep. Are they still Gun Club? No, they're just the guns now. The guns. Yep. Um. Yeah. So we get we get them talking some shit for a while. No, not not no no. We had another oh, tag that came out first. Remember? Oh, who else? Fucking Jarrett and. Oh Lethal. shit. I must have blocked that from my fucking... Yeah. Were they not out for their match? Was that not no, why they came out? But they came out slabbering that they deserve a title shot for some reason. Based on what? Losing since you came? I know. Who I, did they beat? Because they won nobody. their match now. No, they, oh, they no, had a match there. No, I, it was a private, par- private party. Least at least private parties on TV. Yeah. I, 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 I did actually write down here as well what's going on with Hardy and private party. But like I, I think like they're losing, but I think that's that's the point because mm. they're you know they're stuck in this contract with Ethan Page and that that's happening. But like I'm just glad to see Private Party doing something. Yeah, th- true. Yeah. It did seem like absent for a good while. Um, yeah, they they won one match. Big fucking whoop. You lost <laughs> against Sting, so you shouldn't like it, it, you're talking right. Gun Club. At least they've been established tag team for a while. They don't deserve a title shot. No way. There's nothing to say title shot. Mm. But then FTR are there. Mm. They they should be the guys in the line. There's yep. there's not even you go by wins, fucking fan reception, whatever whatever fucking measurement you want. FTR should be number one contender. Yep, they're yeah. obviously holding this off for a reason. Uh, obviously because they they want they claim to have a bit of a run. And I'm guessing if FTR have a match for them, that's when the titles would change. Unless you want to make superstars out of the acclaimed and have them actually beat FTR, but who's that all the fans? So I think, um, I think as well, the FTR guys seem to take themselves pretty seriously. Yeah. Uh, And with contracts and stuff, you maybe want to keep them happy. Yeah, true. Um, I think, like, Sure, give Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett a shot. Have them lose. Acclaim beat the Gun Club, and then mm. 
At Revolution, FTR take the titles. Maybe that's how we do. That sounds about right, eh? First yeah. big pay per view of 2023. Because the, the whole thing is they've had a great 2022. Mm. So let's yeah. have them have a great 2023. Yeah. Um, they also do the, the big show there. Oh, yeah. New Year's Smash. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's the tag titles. Um, MJF promo. I thought yep. it was a, maybe a week. It was pretty smart of them having Moxley and Hangman do the thing. Yes. Because they were able to say, oh, Moxley's been escorted out of the building, so then Regal shows up. Yep. Um, yeah, the, this, was, this was very good. Um, definitely hinting at uh, Danielson getting a shot at some point here. Hey, he said a few names, so he did. Um, when he mentioned Eddie Kingston, the crowd, because obviously mm. the crowd's a wee bit split with MJF at the moment, but the moment you start slabbering about Eddie Kingston, nah, that's it, that crowd turns on you. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think that this whole thing is set up the, oh, I... the, the Daniels, uh, based on what he did, mm-hmm. as in punches Regal in the back of the head and kills him. Pretty much, uh... That Regal gets taken out. I think that is the last we're seeing. I think, yeah. he, I think he's on his way back to WWE. Do the stuff he does there. Should never have let him go in the first place, to be honest. Nope. But but you got you got a good couple of months in that club out of him. He did yep. he, he did good stuff. Um. Uh. And it's it's a nice wrap up to the whole thing. I think mm-hmm. you couldn't uh, you couldn't wish for 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 better. Um. Yeah. While we're on MGF and uh, talking about the AEW title, what do you think of his title belt? <laughs> uh, the Burberry. <laughs> uh, it took me ages to know that. Well, at first I didn't really. It's like that's the same belt. Yep. <laughs> it wasn't really obvious, and then they got in close, and it's like, ah, oh, it's got a Burberry strap. Yep. You get there doing that. Would the would you wanted them to do a bit more with the belt itself? Not saying um, like John Cena spinner style. I don't know. Kind of like they do with the TNT title, maybe. Yeah. Or they did. I guess they don't do that anymore. It um, it looks bogged. <laughs> the Burberry strap, but like that's ah. that's the point. Obviously, it's like, like yep. um, yeah. Um, then we got Ricky Stark, so he's got a shoot. yes. So it is that uh, that that happens that winter is coming. Yep, that happens. Uh, not this Wednesday, but the next. They should really have had him uh, live there because. Hoping this Wednesday they do something with them two in the ring. Because having them two chatting would be fantastic. So here's the thing, Battle oh, Royale. Yeah. Which I think he'll probably win. I think he's going to have two future matches with MGF. He's obviously going to lose a title match, but win. Could be, yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I wonder if they do the Diamond Ring that night. Oh, they never said, did they? No. They just said uh, they're doing it this time. MJF, because he's the champion, he's not actually in the battle royale. And the winner will face MJF. Mm. And the way the battle royale usually works, it's the last two that have a match. Mm-hmm. They could do it. I don't think they did that. that. That's not the way they used to do it. The, the match for to decide who didn't used to take place at the same night aisle itself. No, but if you want to make MJF an old shit tail, you have him absolutely, you know, Ricky Starks is knackered after a battle royale, then he comes marching out and goes, right, come on, I'll, I'll fight you now. Then. <laughs> I don't know. It would be good, like, Ricky Starks, that'll, that'll be a good match. Um, <laughs> and it's it's a good, like, sort of main event level push for um because deserves it. Um, Obviously, you can't, you're not taking that at this point. He's always just no. got the thing. But we get it, like, he loses, but then 
gets another match, not for the title this time, but and gets a win over MJF and takes them, and that's that's something to keep him, you know, keep him a big deal. Um, yeah, I'm the man who beat the champ. Yeah, because you wouldn't want him to like get to the top, get that title match, and then just fail, mm. which happens sometimes in it. Yeah, it does. So yeah, that's that's the what's happening at the title and the diamond ring and all the MGF stuff. Um on the women's picture. So we had Will Nightingale beaten, which was grand. Um yep. but the big thing that happened then was we had the return of Ruby Soho who went straight for Ty Ty, Ty Conti, uh, or Ty Wait, what's she called? Ty Mello. Um, and obviously it was it was Ty that legit put her out with him. Yep. We're probably going to have uh, Ty Mello, uh, Ruby Soho in the future. It's good to have her back. It is good to have her back. And it was great to see a couple of women's segments where Britt wasn't... Because after that, <laughs> during, during the uh, Willow Nightingale and Anna Jay match, I was like, oh, something's not right here. There's women on TV and Britt Baker's nowhere to be seen. Oh, Jesus. What's yeah. going on? I wonder if she's just forgotten. That's a, another thing. Is it's a segment where there's no Brit and it's they're doing something other than be so who um getting rid of she has yep. legitimate any backstage beef between oh, but like like she don't have beef with people. Yeah. She she's going after uh, for breaking her nose, which uh, should be a good match as well. Yeah, um, she got a good reception. She did. Um, the thing is though, I don't want them to do. I want women's angles that don't involve the title or Brit, but I don't want them to happen and then just not have the title on at all. Yeah, true. Which is what we got this week. That were were either of them like was was Brit making an appearance? I think she'd done the backstage bit with Giovanni just talking about the sit down next week with Jamie Hader. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I be, because uh, but that but that's again that's not because of Jamie Hader. That's the uh, the. The Soraya, Soraya stuff because she had to sit down yep. with Ronnie Paquette, and as the the whole title picture is revolving around Britt. Wait, right? So if, if this builds to the to to you know Brit and Jamie Hader falling out, and that's that's fine. Uh, just they need need to push Jamie Hader to the forefront more and not have her be. This much. seems to be the thing, isn't it? That the title picture just no matter what, like I'm actually. She got a slight worry now that you know Jamie Hader's got her championship now, and you know the fans were all right behind her. But now is she going to just start fading in behind Brett again? Because you know it's going to be it's going to be like early two thousands. Triple H either had the title, but if he didn't, he was still there for some reason. Mm. He's still uh, the other women's segment. Uh, I I don't know what this was about at all. I have a confession to make. Go. She started chatting, and I went for a push. Okay. No, no, because she was chatting, and I was all, this is actually going nowhere. What the fuck is it, this actually it, about? It went fucking nowhere. She talked yep. she, she talked shite for, just rambled, no point. Then mm-hmm. mentioned Bow Wow, who then had a promo, creepy bastard. Uh, uh, and then she just was like, all right, then, we're done. And then went to Kier Hogan. No, not you. You're fired. And then left. What the what the fuck just happened? So Red Velvet's back. Yeah, seen Red Velvet was there, and it's now Velvet and Layla Gray are the baddies. They got rid of Kira Hogan, which to be fair, I'm kind of glad because it means Kira Hogan actually used to do more (sighs) in ring work. Yeah, she's actually really good. But my problem with that is, right? So 
Kier was part of this group. Um, Red Velvet got injured, so that that was actually unreal. Mm-hmm. Must have forgot to mention that. So they they bring in Layla Gray, and and everyone's like, ah, she she shit. Uh, Jade doesn't like her, and then that sort of sort of fades away, mm. and then just for no reason at all, Kier is the one that gets thrown out. Mm. And it's like, what if you were gonna split her from that group to have her actually wrestle? Why not? Make it a storyline and do something with it and have her, like, beat the shit out of Layla Gray in Red Velvet. And then, which would build her up. And then have her challenge for the TBS title, maybe? No, we'll, sense. No, we'll do shit we fucking creepy-ass rape eyes over here. Bye, boy. The fucking... It's like, what the fuck? I guess, because I was watching the, the promo, I was all, is this actually going anywhere? I need a push. And then she mentioned that, and I was like, right, I'm going for push. I'm not here to listen to some rapper bullshit. I didn't know he actually made an appearance, because when I came back, it, the, the ad bit was playing. He did, I. Fucking hell. I wouldn't really care about it. Like, I still wouldn't like it, because, like, uh, I'll say, uh, at least I know who that guy is. It's not like, here's a rapper no one outside of America knows. Um, mm. At least you, I, I know Bow Wow, because he was in <laughs> Fast and Furious Tokyo, Tokyo Drift. Right. So that's the only reason you know him. No. He, he drove the Hulk car. Um, but the it's, the whole Twitter thing with him just being a creep on Twitter tour, and now this is becoming. I'm sure. I don't know why she's even entertaining. This. She shouldn't feel obligated to do this segment mm-hmm. with him. And I, I, I felt bad for Kira. Like you said, it's a good thing. Which it is, and then she gets to do her own thing. She was just sitting there beside Jade doing fuck all. Yeah. But. There was an opportunity to for her to get something out of it, which mm. they just didn't bother their arses to. Athena, though, yeah, she just fucking beating the shit out of him. Do you reckon she wins the Ring of Honor title? Oh, 100%. You'd be mad not to give it to her at the minute. Yeah, I I agree. She is literally a killing machine at the moment. Like, I'm I'm really enjoying her. Just like she's pretty brutal in the matches, and then afterwards. What was it she done to that last week though? I she put her up against the steps and just fucking knee ran her in the face. Yeah. Yeah. I, like I think the crowd's actually taken to her more as well since she's turned eight. <laughs> but that that's a good uh, Athena had sort of she came in baby face, sort of hang challenge for the title. But like I don't think she was supposed to. Like it was mm. supposed to be Statlander. Yep. And then sort of just floated about. Kinda boring. But this is the right, like, it wasn't really getting traction, so this is the right thing to do. Turn her heel, knock shit out of people for a while. Well, she fucking clocked Aubrey. Like, the moment she punched Aubrey Edwards, that was it. It was like, oh, fuck. She nearly did it again. <laughs> it was your man this time, I swear to God. They should have her just beating the shit out of refs in a frame. You'd have to be have her suspended constantly. You <laughs> should have her dragging Tony Khan to the ring and beating the shit out of him. <laughs> Fans would love that. <laughs> uh, and then we, uh, the House of Black stuff. Um, so, main event of Rampage was Orange Cassidy defending his All Atlantic title against QT Marshall. The way he's doing this is really good. Or he just walks up to you and goes, shot at my title. Uh, the fucking, <laughs> the, the interview. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was amazing. <laughs> Mark Henry 
the fucking best friends and their axes dressed as uh, lumberjacks again and they bring out axes and they're like can we bring these to the ring it's like, absolutely <laughs> right so chuck and trent actually were lumberjacks what the fuck was dan house and it was like a big like it looked like old-timey pajamas, but they were lumberjack. Shivani <laughs> said my favorite line of the night as well. An axe in the hand of Danhausen is a very strange and dangerous thing. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> not wrong. The match itself was excellent fun. We bit a drama outside the ring with, with Matt Hardy oh, and Eve Page. Well, no, we're not done with the, the, the interview. They did the oh, Orange as well. It's like, usually when Orange Cassidy's main event in Rampage, he brings out his microphone. <laughs> And oh, stage, yeah. This time, Mark Henry's like, look like there's been enough talk. He's like, oh, wait, we're not finished. <laughs> <laughs> we're not done talking. That's right. Um, but yeah, the, the match was, was good. Um, uh, like, it was interesting you said, like, the Lumberjacks weren't just there and beaten whoever up. As, like, as you were mentioning, um, Orange Cassidy went out and Ethan Page was telling Matt Hardy to beat him up. And then Matt just lifts him gently and guides him back into the the uh, the Brandon Cutler POV <laughs> on BT. Yeah, this was brilliant. Was it live uh, live uh, BT mailbag? I'm <laughs> 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 asking, um, but it was just a, good to see that the, what all the lumberjacks were at around the outside of the. Uh, it was just, class when uh, uh, Ortiz came around. I was like, why are you letting him talk to you? Like, like still in character, even yeah. though nobody can hear him and all. Mm. Mm. Aye, uh, it's it's one of those times where BT is actually being used, to, uh, even in the, the House of Black. So this ends, uh, Orange Cassidy wins, the Lumberjacks all start knocking shit at each other, uh, of course. Uh, and we get the, the lights go out. It's House of Black time. Red lights come on. They just start clearing. Um, I really liked cutler's point of view for this yeah. one as well he's running around going oh you better run sabrina go get out to the ring and then it's at that point where he's like uh malachi starts coming for him and he's like i'm just <laughs> filming no dude and, and then just the camera drops and then he he gets put through the table um and uh julia picks up the camera and all um and what is it you you hear malachi saying something to him about all like, your friends are a, are a small part of the bigger problem of this company did you hear something different? No, no. It's, it definitely sounded like he has a, a bit of a problem with the elite, but they're only part of his problem, I mm. guess. He's looking to wage I, war. I, I think I think House of Black are doing the thing that I wanted the elite to do, and I'm all for House of Black doing yeah. it instead, you know? 100%, man. Um, yeah. Uh, did you know he called the, the tag finisher? Bro are you going to talk about Ortiz? Ortiz, yeah. Uh, right, First, I thought, right, why are they not doing that to him? Oh, shit, are they going to try and keep him? I think what actually happened is it didn't go quite right, and just Malachi, in the moment, had to do something. Because then when they got outside the ring, Malachi started baiting piss out of Ortiz. It looked to me like Malachi actually went up and stopped them. It's like, not Maybe you're so, right, I don't so, know. So but... here's here's the thing. I'm pretty sure Body Math. Anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's leaving soon. Oh, shit. Yeah. But we just got the House of Black back. He's the odd one out in that group. He can be replaced. We got Big Brody King mm. and we got Malachi Black. Those are the two that count. And then we got Julia being fucking awesome. And I was thinking, is Ortiz going to take his place? Mm. That could fucking work. Ortiz is really good at being a crazy guy. <laughs> he is. 
Um, and it, like the Brody, do you ever hear the Brody King interview where he's talking about it? Like uh, Buddy Matthews, and he's like, um, it's like this is like the whole House of Black thing. That's what uh, King and Black are actually into. They're into the death metal and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's like hardly his idea for his entrance is like what about something like slipknot and they're like no it's 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 not that kind of thing so you know it's um mm. i think he can be easy like he's great in the ring yeah but i'm pretty sure you you could still do house of black and i, I, I just like i didn't think it was a it didn't look like a mistake to me to, to me it looked like him going hey hey, hey no, no. see that hey. that's definitely looked like that and i thought oh shit why is he not hurting ortiz and then he went outside and started battering him so it was <laughs> he just loves murder so yeah like the house of black stuff like yeah. i don't like it, it's it's doing its job i i'm looking forward to uh, well i'm hoping they do something i'm guessing you'll see them weekly just battering people yeah whenever if you ever have something where there's a big group of people around the ring or near the ring or something that's when the house of black gonna show up I wonder when Preston Vance will make an appearance again. I think it made sense not to have him this week. You know, he just uh, turned. Uh, it's like, always hear how people say about AEW. I, I think that does need that week to let that yeah. settle in. Then he'll come back and he'll be part of this. LFI. F- yeah, LFI. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Although, speaking of very quickly of uh, Vance and things like that, that just reminded me, obviously, because... Uh, I think it was on Dark doing the 10 at Reynolds. We mm. obviously know who Cassidy's next opponent's going to be because he tried to cause trouble in the Lumberjack match as well. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, that's right. That's right. JR uh, was being a creep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Penelope come out from Penelope. backstage. Did you creep move? Yep. I'm glad she's here, but what's she doing here? And you're like, Two eyes like Scalper. Yeah, I'm fine. Just to wrinkle. Just JR, have you got an erection? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Start a whole run. <laughs> right. Yeah, there's another good week at Dynamite and Rampage. Yeah, um, heating things up again. Yeah, shit's shit's happening. That's the main. We're not stuck in CM who. Um, yep. Yeah, so the, uh, that's gonna do it for our podcast for this week. Uh, we're back next week. I'm way to play Dark Tide. Lucky you. So I will see you. <laughs> Bye. Bye.